0: I'm going. process of creating music for this band and was it different than it was for the other bands that you've been in
1: yeah this one's uh well this one started off as you know a a me project and then adding people to it where historically it was me joining someone else's project so um i'm hoping as we are progressing and uh, you know we've got the beginnings of it it's just i had created 22 songs before uh shannon and derek joined up so they added their flair to it but they weren't really part of the the whole process so going forward i definitely am going to have uh a smaller chunk of me in it and more of everybody else yeah. whereas in other projects, it's it's really just been like one songwriter and then everyone just kind of puts their input on it. And I've never really enjoyed that process. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's how this one started. But that was because I just had a body of work already done. Um, yeah. So hopefully going forward, yeah. it's going to be a little bit different because the yeah. Don and I, um, I'm more 90s pop punk and more melodic hardcore. <clears throat> Don yeah. is... 90s hardcore uh just kind of the straight hardcore um derek yeah. is really into tech metal and okay. very intricate guitar work and cool. shannon um is like 90s alternative and uh kind of the folk drummer okay. so none of it really matches but uh it all comes together to make something fun so it'll yeah. be it'll be far more uh democratic in the future. And I think it's going to be a better product because it'll have more people's input on it.
0: Right. And I think that's a cool mix of sounds that you have going on in this band. So that's really cool. So what artists or bands inspire you when you're writing songs?
1: It's hard to say. If you listen to all the songs on the album, each one's got its own kind of influence. Mm -hmm. Um, Having all of us in it and having don and i come from one background and then come from a different background like live with myself definitely has a little i mean it's not like a tech metal song but it definitely has a little more of those elements where it's got the hammer-ons it's a little more yeah uh, there's a little more movement to it Mm -hmm. um uh towards the end of the album there's a spoken you know the last song on the album is a spoken word kind of slow droney song Uh, just before that but today which is definitely more of a late 90s early 2000s revelation records like by a thread uh type Mm -hmm. of song um and then choices is just like straight up 90s pop punk so
0: yeah
1: it's there's a lot of different artists that i pull from and there's so many different people that i have been influenced over the years by and it's it's fun to take so many different things and just create stuff out of it rather than be like this is going to be a life of agony song or this is going to be a mad ball song or yeah you know it's i like seven different bands and those are all going to get in there somehow
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah for sure that makes sense so what has been your favorite venue to play at so far or what venue do you really want to play at with this band sometime in the future
1: um this band, I I want to play smaller venues. I've I played some bigger venues in previous bands, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: the thing that I've always missed and that I always love about hardcore shows is you get the crowd up on stage with you, or like a wall of bodies yeah. all super <laughs> excited singing along with you. Yeah. Uh, when Far came back a number of years ago, they were playing at a really small venue in. Portland called Satyricon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always loved everything that Joan has done. And when they played, he got me right in the eye. I, I guess, you know, it just happened with uh, Gens and Roses recently, too, but yeah. like right <laughs> in the eye. Got a huge black eye, oh, no. blood coming from it. Oh. But like he felt so bad. And just the look on his face, and I'm just still screaming along. <laughs> <out of> <laughs>
0: Oh, and that's so, crazy. like,
1: you know, and uh, I used to play in uh, Chain Reaction back in California, which is a popular venue down there. And yeah. I was playing a show, and um I had hair at the time, <laughs> and it got caught in a fan. And so, like, I cut my head, and again, I'm bleeding and then oh, screaming. No. And it's like a, we're a pop, you know, poppy metal band, and everyone's singing, and I'm screaming, and there's blood coming out. A lot
0: like, everywhere. <laughs> uh,
1: that's, that's so, the fun stuff
0: yeah that's so funny but like,
1: you just you know you don't get that stuff when you're playing the big big show yeah and people that are far away and you've got that barrier between everybody and he's you, you know i
0: yeah it's a different you can, vibe. You could,
1: yeah like you can go into the crowd from the stage but like it's so yeah. much more fun when everyone just rushes you and like you're struggling <laughs> to play guitar cuz there's someone hanging yeah. on you or like someone <laughs> sitting on the drum set like it doesn't sound like music anymore it's just this chorus of people yeah. singing and like it's
0: about the energy and everything yeah
1: and that's that's what i want and yeah. <laughs> however however we get to that point you know
0: yeah i
1: just i want people to to sing along and enjoy themselves and yeah. not have any of that you know i don't want to pay high prices to come see us cuz we're a you know we're like a five to ten dollar band we're not a <laughs> 60. <laughs> uh,
0: that's funny so if you could collaborate with any artist or band who would it be?
1: Uh, I know he'll never do it but uh, <laughs> Pete Kowalski uh, Remembering Never, Ether, uh, what's his new band? Heathen Heathen Prayer, Okay, Bishop like he's I've admired him for so long and he's always been such a good friend and such an amazing person. And, you know, he's another one of those people like stuff just bears down on him. He just got over cancer. He's been in all these bands that have been so talented and just get Mm -hmm. right there, but just never kind of break through. And, uh, it, you know, it doesn't get him down. He just keeps going and he's doing it for the music and he's, you know, and again, like his music, he's got some severely negative music. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but it's another one of those things where it's just like, it's a, it's a journey that you share with him and you come out better on the other side. Mm -hmm. And the the messages are so good. And he is such a good, like everything. He's a good songwriter. He's a good performer. He's Mm -hmm. a great musician. He plays guitar and, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure I'll bug him to do something one day and he'll say no, but I'm going to keep trying. I, <laughs> we have to get bigger and then yeah. I can ask him. <laughs> cool. But yeah, if I'll I can. I'll have to
0: check him out.
1: Oh, man. Uh, cool. Yeah. Remembering Never, God Save Us. Like um, that whole album, start to finish, amazing. Okay. Uh, Bishop, Drug Party or Drugs. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I got a poster here somewhere. Just. <laughs> ether coven it's you know uh it started off as a he split from poison the well um okay and so remembering never and they were uh, label mates with us when we were and i was in love here in 2005 mm-hmm. and total different style of music but he was still nice to me which i appreciate because yeah. cool it's you know during that time where everyone's such a jerk because you yeah. don't sound like them uh right. and he's you know we've been friends since and i i just love that dude and I wish I could win the lottery and give him money because yeah. <laughs> so much.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, so, is there any specific gear that you use for live shows or recording that you really like, or like, like pedals or amps or anything?
1: Um, I'd have. Oh, I'm not in my studio. Uh-huh. I have a Truth Custom Drums drum set. That has my son's face on it oh cool <laughs> and his name is atlas and so the badges mm-hmm. is a is a an atlas holding up the logo that says truth custom drums yeah and i have a simpsons snare yeah so it's a uh, it's oh, all cool. the simpsons character and then it's got comic book guy saying worst snare ever um, <laughs> that that thing that. just sounds amazing and uh um shannon has a truth set as well and hers okay. is uh, Shannon, the cannon. So all of her badges are cannons and it's oh, like cool. a wonder woman, uh, theme. So it's oh, uh, nice. red, red, blue and gold hardware and stuff. Yeah, so that's cool. We fully endorse truth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've been very good to us and their stuff sounds amazing. Nice. Um, uh, Derek plays Ornsby guitars. So the fan mm-hmm. neck, and he does a lot of amazing stuff that I could never do on those because. He has awesome guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, I can show you some of my guitars. Oh sure. <laughs> Let's go take a look. <laughs> Martin, this isn't a, a Gibson. It's an Epiphone copy, but it's a the sixty one style with the sideways vibrato. Okay. Let's see if I can turn this around. Flip. There we go. There we go. I got a custom Jazzmaster, a Music Man Monarchy. This thing I'm afraid to play because it's so fancy. Yeah. And then my...
0: Those look really cool.
1: 90s. One. And then go to the bottom row. It's a jazz guitar, Stratocaster, Music Man Axis. This guy is really fun. This is called a... You can see very well. So this is a hip shot. So right here, my yeah. thumb is bar goes through to the back. And then there's another bar right there. And then this drops one of the strings from E to D. So you do okay. this crazy hip dance. And makes <laughs> um, the guitar sound like So it's used for kind of Hawaiian country. Oh, interesting. I got another one in here. And I got my ghost mask. <laughs> <laughs> They got banjos and balalaika and all kinds of fun stuff. Nice. So, I mean, as I said, you know, I've done all kinds of different types of music and I really enjoy it. So I'm really hoping to incorporate a lot more weird instruments and things.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: To get that back but uh, yeah, I mean, as far as specific things that we use, um, I... I used to play a Mesa Boogie Mark four, and I loved that thing because it just had so much bottom end. Um, mm-hmm. They stopped making them and they started making what's a Mark five, but yeah. Yeah. there's a very specific part of it that I hate, which is the rectifier. And every, you know, tons and tons of bands use triple rectifiers and dual rectifiers, but I just don't like that sound. So I like the more eighties, uh, mid kind of crunch. Um, which a lot of the older hardcore bands um they use. And the nice thing about it is it's it stays right in the middle. So the bass, you can hear the bass, you can hear the drums.
0: Yeah. It's a lot and that's uh,
1: good. A lot clearer. Yeah. So my uncle's a an amp designer.
0: Oh, nice. And
1: um he did all the Marshall modifications for like Randy Rhodes and Zach Wild. and uh oh, cool. Eddie Van Halen back in the day. So awesome. he, yeah, um, he created a line, the VL series for Ampeg. So I have a VL uh, 1002 Ampeg amp. And now he has his own yeah. uh, Lee Jackson amplifier. Cool. So, um, and then Metaltronics is his kind of metal company. So uh, nice. I use his amp and then um, we have a VHT Pitbull, which is the amp that, the first amp I ever wanted because I saw Paige Hamilton from helmet playing it.
0: Okay. (laughs) And,
1: uh, I just loved his sound and it kind of, you know, it's got that nineties hardcore sound because that's what we're nineties hardcore band. So, um, that's what we're kind of going for uh, as far as what we want to sound like. We don't want to sound too polished. Yeah. So, um, even, kind of you know, even playing so <laughs> yeah. even yeah. playing the poppy songs, like I still want to kind of have the the good chunk in there.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. So the EP was self released, but are there any specific record labels you'd like Neltz before to be signed to in the future? So I know you've been signed to some other labels before, like in your other bands, but would you yeah. do with this band? It's-
1: it's kind of—I mean—the music has changed so much, in like the industry and how how you utilize a record label has changed. Um, and from a record label's perspective, if the band isn't touring 365 days a year and just you know working their butts off, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to sustain that relationship with the label so yeah probably going to continue this route unless you know something big happens the the majority of labels that I've talked to have been like well we need you guys touring to promote stuff and um with our schedules and with the way that we initially started all this we didn't really plan any of that so I've been very renaissance about wanting to do that um but you know as things are progressing we're getting a little bit of popularity people are digging what we're doing and the message that we're getting back is positive so things are probably going to change and we'll probably kick it into the, you know another gear um and talk to people but uh i've always been in the mindset especially labels sponsors and everything it's a reciprocal process so label gives you money to tour but it's because they are expecting that you are going to do something for them right so like in love Hate hero i made sure every day it was an eight hour a day if we weren't playing a show we're out at malls promoting stuff walking around meeting people and same with sponsorships like just because a a company gives you a drum set or a guitar or an amp it's not Mm -hmm. like you just play it on stage it's they just gave you something there's a value to what they gave you you want to make sure that that you give them equal value for what they're doing Mm because they still have to you know that's somebody's salary and someone put effort into creating something for you so um i want to make sure that if i go after those things that we have something to bring to the table that's a little more than just you know we created an ep and i'm i i like the ep and the, the it's been a positive uh, response for it but yeah. i think we need to be able to provide a little more value <laughs> <laughs> before we okay. before we have someone commit to us
0: yeah cool so are you planning on playing live shows with melt before sometime in the future
1: we're trying uh Gotta make sure that everyone's got their schedule set. We are scheduled for a festival in Portland in twenty twenty four. Oh, cool. So got <laughs> some got some time there. Yeah. Um yeah, it's you know, unfortunately we, we got together a couple of weeks ago and it was like twenty degrees up in the studio. So oh, yeah. Um this time of year is not gonna really be the yeah. best to to practicing and things, yeah. but
0: where are you at new, right now? Like
1: uh Oregon. Okay. So I don't know if we can. You can see we had a really good frost. Eh, (laughs) Yeah, but this is the other lovely part of where I live. Okay. It's just so pretty. Yeah. Which I'm in the basement because this is the only spot that I could be. But
0: yeah, (laughs) it's just
1: I love Oregon. I'm so happy that I left California.
0: Nice. yeah i live in the suburbs yeah, went, of chicago so it's like really cold right now
1: oh yeah that's still a nice area though yeah i like it there the, uh, uh one of the people that have been our biggest uh proponents the coffee and hardcore those guys live out there okay so cool. it's a cool area yeah but yeah i mean once we you know once the weather improves and we start kind of getting together more we'll probably get ourselves out there but It's cold.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That it is. So are there any artists or bands that you've been listening to recently that you would recommend?
1: There's a lot. I mean, I'm super excited. You know, Gorilla Biscuits and all those guys are coming back. And yeah, um, I've always been an East Coast hardcore person, more so than the West Coast band. So I've been, you know, everything from Life of Agony, like it's Life of Agony Madball, Yeah, Uh, sick of it all and all those bands. Um, I really enjoy. Of course, everyone likes Be Well. Um, Mm -hmm. That's that's a a a really good one. Um, There's a lot of good Portland bands too. Jade Dust. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, I have. I'm very snobby with my music. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and. The stuff, most of the stuff that I listen to is actually whatever my son wants to listen to in the car because we work on his speech and stuff. So, yeah. When we get the second we get into the car, the first thing he wants to listen to is Paul Simon. You can call me Al. Um, <laughs> he he got into Blur. He likes yeah. Charmless Man from Blur, which cool. is nice. Um, they might be Giants, which is like a '90s avant-garde yeah. kind of rock band. Yeah, I've he heard likes of them. Uh, yeah. So the album Flood. Um, yeah. He likes a lot of that stuff. And then uh, um, Cat Stevens. So <laughs> once we get through those songs, he likes to listen to what I want. Yeah, um, And then we'll listen to, like, you know, uh Kill Be Killed, I really like. That's the uh, Craig Pucciato, Max Cavalera, you know, those guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, cool. So, uh, yeah, I like, you know, Beasts in Black, like power metal.
0: Yeah. Funny Power look, model's uh, great.
1: Power Wolf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, a of everything.
0: Yeah. So, where can our listeners find your music?
1: Well, thankfully, um, we hooked up with Earache, which is a record label out of the UK. So, Earache started a distribution side. So, mm-hmm. Earache Distro has us in like 30 or so different outlets. So, we're just about everywhere, which is really nice. spotify deezer amazon apple it was really funny there was a um i can't remember what band it was there was a band that was a pretty popular band that was putting these posts out on uh, instagram that they were so excited they finally got on pandora i was Mm -hmm. like oh they got on pandora (laughs) i didn't realize that was a difficult platform to get onto, but yeah yeah eric's really i don't really
0: know how that works but that's cool
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah thanks to eric we're Pretty much all over the place, and then a uh, physical distribution we have through Wrecking Crew out of Canada. Okay. Um, we're getting it out there.
0: Nice. So before we go, is there anything else you'd like to plug or mention, like social media or anything?
1: Uh, in the next couple of months, we're going to have that split that I was talking about coming out with Axids. Okay. So it's uh, a X I D S. They're out of Germany. Uh, really cool band, and. That's going to be, uh, we're going to do a physical split. We're going to cover one of each other's songs, do an original, and then do a cover song. And our cover song that we've decided on is The Bird and the Bee Spark. I don't okay. know if you've heard The Bird and the Bee. It's no, a, I don't think so. Oh, uh, beautiful music. So it's a Nara George, who's a jazz singer. And then I think his name is Greg Kinner. It's Greg K. Okay. So he's a producer. He does all of those uh, Hanukkah sessions with Dave Grohl. Um, okay. So he's the piano player. And he's yeah. produced Peaches and all these, all these bands, but they yeah. make just the most amazing music. And so they have a song called Spark. So we're going to cover that one. So look for that one. It should be pretty oh. fun. And uh, we, um, I had Axids redo the lyrics to take out all the cussing. So it yeah. will still be family-friendly on our side of the disc.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thank you. I had a good time talking with you. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, I had fun too. Thank you. All have right. a good one. Talk to you later.
1: All Bye. right, you too. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice. Not-